All right, welcome back to another episode of Steel Studio with Mike and Rick Mooney. How are hey, you doing? I'm doing all right. How's your week been? It's good. Busy week. Yeah. Seems like a lot of shit's happening at once. Well, football is happening. That's all I, mean, I care about, though. Oh, I know, not the political debate thing that happened. You know, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but Who um, cares anymore? It's so I know. Much. It's like, I know. <clears throat> but anyway, um, yeah. So here we are. We're filming this uh, Titans preview, and we're being told by the NFL and our our insiders that they're going to play. They're saying Sunday. Some people say Monday, but I think they're going to play Sunday, especially with the three guys that tested positive uh, are not three big names. Um, right. One was a practice squad, and the other right. people were staffers or five staffers. Right, janitor and, and uh, you know, the guy that gives out the uh, – water bottles and they said that they were all kiss, <laughs> kissing in the shower or some shit yeah well of course, so of course i mean they're titans they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we uh as of now as of this video we're playing on sunday right that's our preface and, and so we're gonna preview like we always would yeah. if it doesn't happen and sorry and you can just watch us and enjoy that anyway uh, as we make asses out of ourselves as we usually do every every week welcome to the internet <laughs> <laughs> and it's all true but um, no, you know it's been a good week. Um, we're three and zero, and that feels great. Fantastic. And I remember being zero and three last year, and you you just like we just need a win. Let's just get the five hundred. Then they're two and two. Then they're two. Especially and when four. you know you're a good team Ugh. and you're inching there and you're getting pissed off. Well, let's let's just hope this isn't like the one year where we I think we started off seven and two, and we ended up faltering. But that was two in two thousand eighteen. That's what Mike Tomlin does. But we had no. <laughs> there's a difference that we had no defense then. That's true. I mean, now we. I mean, we can play. Right. We can play football. So, barring injuries, um, it's the first time since we lost AB that our offense has been good again. So, Eric Ebron was great. McDonald was great. Um, the running game's great. What else can we ask for? And uh, we barely have any injuries. And as uh, far as I know, um, Watt is the only major injury. Um, Derek Watt. TJ. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> and uh, also the uh, the uh, concussion, Deontay Johnson. But I think he'll be. I think he'll clear it and be back. He says he would. Yes. Of course, he got hit in the head. I'd be playing the next full day. He got one last year too, didn't he? But the yeah, Bucks against the Browns. Yours, man. You oh man. Uh, I hope that he doesn't get you know I, put into some window where he's had you know gets too many. And <clears> yeah, that's always a concern with the, with football. Yeah. You know. And he's a good player. I don't want him to get fucked in the head like AB did. And Ben tied the or broke the record of Iron Mike. Uh, so that was kind of special for us. We love Mike Webster. We'll have a episode about that, you know, soon enough. Coming but, soon, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm sure you know for Webster's family, it's still bittersweet, you know. Ben. Absolutely, it's crazy. Ben played how many years? 20? Seventeen. This is uh, well. He came two thousand four, so the sixteenth, seventeenth year, sixteenth year. So yeah, he's. It's crazy. It, Hall of Famers. I mean, Mike Webster only played like twelve years, didn't he? That shows how many games Ben's been injured. No, he had to play more than that. What? I forget what it was. <laughs> I gotta find out, man. That's gonna kill me. <laughs> <sighs> I know we talk about it in that episode, but. Yeah, I can't remember, but it does seem odd. When he you think he about played it. from '74 to '90, so 16 years. Okay, yeah, so but he didn't miss. He didn't miss any time. He's crazy. That's why he's That's Iron why he's Mike. Iron Mike, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, congratulations to Ben for that. Um, that's awesome. And 
like we mentioned in the last episode, as teams breaking all kinds of records, they're going to have 80 sacks. I think we're so underrated, man. We're so undervalued. <laughs> we're not going to have 80 sacks, but... 60. Know. Oh, that's crazy. It's possible. It's been, that's another record and, two years in a row. You know, I bet Tannehill's... Or not Tannehill. He's going to be. But I bet uh, Watson's even sore today. Oh, sure. Still. He got hit a couple <laughs> times pretty well. <clears throat> so the Titans, Titans game... Um, couple stats I found that I thought were interesting. It seems like their yardage and first downs and everything, penalties, everything, is pretty much even with their competition, which makes sense because they've won three in a row with pretty much game-winning field goals. Right. But, I mean, their yardage, everything, amount of time possession. The only thing that stands out with them in terms of stats is that they're plus five on turnovers. And we just had our first game out of, what was it, 23, where we didn't have a turnover. Um so that's an important thing. Can't can't turn the ball, ball over on them. Well, one thing that scares me though is we're going to key on the run like we did against the Giants, and he's going to do play action, which I, we did some this week, a couple it was times. Good to see, but we're not going to do it this week. This next week. <laughs> and um, no, because we'll get sacked probably. And there's and there's no Watt. I mean, McDonald <coughs> is our backup. And then back. um, uh, and Tannehill can throw long, so our safety is going to have to be on the ball and. Uh, their receivers aren't great, especially if Brown's hurt, A.J. Brown's hurt. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we should be able to handle them. But they're a good team. They're 3-0. and They're disciplined. Whether they win by a field goal or a hangnail every week, they're still winning. And that's and last year they were in the AFC Championship, and they hammered the Ravens. Um, and they kick a lot of field goals. Yeah. They've kicked 12 field goals so far in three games. They've only made missed, nine. Did but he they, miss some in the first game? He's missed three so far total. Yeah. They, but they've 12 and three games, four a game, and then still putting up 30 some odd points. And it's man. like, man, that's insane. It is. <clears throat> yeah, we, you know, we should be able to. I don't, I don't know. I, I, one thing I, I'm not sure about is a short passing game against them. I haven't done any research on that, but. If we can I know I saw Dalvin Cook running thinking. all over them, so we should be able to run on them. And that's, if we can run on them, it'll open up the pass. Especially with what we're doing. And I saw a lot of passes down the middle when I watched the uh, all 22 of them against the uh, Vikings. A lot yeah. of passes to the tight end, so yeah. I think Ebron will have another big game. Hopefully, yeah. And he, he was in their division receiver. also. Yeah. He hates that division, so. He, you know, it was good to see him play against Houston because yet he like himself knows how to beat Houston. Which He's is from actually from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, he gave him a little Texas whooping. <laughs> yeah. A little Pittsburgh whooping from Texas or whatever. Um, I feel weird about this game. I'm, the, I'm nervous about it. But I thought I, I actually would. I mean, I know we'll go to our prediction later, but I was initially thinking this could be a, this is going to be a trap game for us. But the COVID thing really throws me off. That changes. Yeah, maybe everything. maybe this is our year. Things are going to go our way every week. <laughs> Their left tackles. That out. never happens with us. Yeah, <laughs> TJ Watt should beat the shit out of them. And, uh, unless the guy holds it crazy and the refs don't call it. That changes everything. And uh, they're. Uh, uh, we should be able to run all over them. We can run all over them. Pass. And I'm just not a big – I don't think Tannehill's that good. He's I don't average. Think so either. But anyway, we'll go to Chad and have his review, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about it, give our predictions right. for the week. Here's Chad. All right. All right, we're on with Chad Schmock here to talk about the uh, Titans, um, the upcoming game against the Steelers. Um, Chad, what are your thoughts on the Titans? Um, what, what's the state of the Titans team right now? I would I would say they're probably the most one of the two most interesting teams in the NFL after today with the uh, the COVID information coming out they had three players test positive and and five staffers test positive so I think there's a lot of unknown for what we're going to see from them they did release three names Daquan Jones a defensive lineman uh, 
Bo Brinkley, a long snapper, and then a kid named Tommy Hudson who's a tight end on the practice squad. They put them on the COVID list. So nobody confirmed that those were the three players referenced. But if it is those three, I don't see that as being a, a huge hit to them against the Steelers this week if there is a game. Um, more concerning is starting left tackle. Taylor Luan has a shoulder injury, probably a long shot for him to play. Um, A.J. Brown, their number one wide receiver, has a knee injury. Um, there was probably 50-50 that he was going to play with them shutting the uh, facilities down. There's no telling if he's going to be able to get treatment on that. I would say that makes him a little bit more of a long shot to play against the Steelers this week. So I'm keen to see a shorthanded Titans team. Um, I, I like the Steelers probably by about 7 to 10 points this week. Hey, Chad, you're jumping ahead of us here. <laughs> Thanks for uh, thanks Sorry. for joining us. Sorry. I know you got you've been really busy with all this going on, but uh, thanks for taking the time uh, to uh, meet with us like this every week. We really appreciate it. So you no mentioned problem. those, those in, couple of injuries. Is there any others that significant injuries, or is that the, um, the only, only two? The other big one, Adoree Jackson, the starting corner for him. He's on the IR with a knee injury. There was talk that he could come off this week, but they did come out late in the week last week and say that he's going to be on there for about two more weeks. So um, those are those are the big ones. Um, I think the elephant in the room is, are there going to be more positive COVID tests? And if there are, who are those players going to be? But other than those three, they're, they're healthy for now. Right. We all know um, this offense runs through uh... – Derrick Henry, but how's Tannehill been? I, I see he only has one interception, and I see he does a lot of play action off the run, but is he a top-notch quarterback in your opinion or middle of the pack? What do you think of Ryan Tannehill? I think Ryan Tannehill does a very good job at doing his job. I think if you look up the definition of game manager in the dictionary, there's a nice big picture of Ryan Tannehill. He's not going to get you beat, but he's not going to win a game for you either. Um, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Big time out of the play action. They want to do a lot of their work off of that. Um, play action, throw the deep ball to either A.J. Brown or they have a rookie coming in, Khalif Raymond, who is really going deep for him and doing some nice things. But he's not going to win a game for you. If you make Ryan Tannehill drop back and throw the ball 30, 40 times, you're, you're going to win that game and you're going to feel really great about it. Wow. So, I mean, what's, what's the biggest um, success factor for that Tennessee offense? Is it Tannehill's consistency? Is it their play action, or is it just that they run the ball a lot? It's Derrick Henry is, is a very, very good running back, and, and they have a good offensive line. They use the, the zone blocking scheme, but they're more of a, a little bit more of an outside zone blocking scheme, so a lot of their stuff is run outside of the tackles. And when, when Derrick Henry gets started and he builds up ahead of steam, he's very, very difficult to bring down. You have to stop him. You have to hit him at the line of scrimmage and stop him from from getting going. Yeah, I mean he's he's a great back, but he averages like three yards a carry. Do you, do you see him being a threat against the Steelers D that's uh, shut down Saquon Barkley, Melvin Gordon, and David Johnson in, in three straight weeks? Yeah, I. It's it's a tough question. I think if they had with a healthy Lawan, I, I would think he would get somewhere between eighty to one hundred and ten yards. With without Lawan, I think going to be a little bit more of a struggle for him um i think the steelers are that one defense that you know if there's a defense out there that could stop him they they probably could so i that's going to be the number one matchup if he goes over i think he's got to get 130 140 yards rushing for them to have a chance i don't think he does it but i still think he has has a pretty decent game that was good for us to hear um if we switch to d real quick i know they historically run a 3-4 defense but lately have been known for their quick switches 
do you kind of do you think they stick to that or do they go with kind of um, this new adopted standing amoeba defense that, that people do where the linebackers and the D-line kind of crowd the line and you can't tell who's going to blitz? Um, they've been doing some of that lately. Do you think that they keep doing that or do they go a standard 3-4 for this game? Um, I think that they'll they'll start in that, and depending on how the Steelers adjust, they could end up going back to to the standard three four. I think bringing in Jadevian Clowney, who you know really excels in that type of defense, and now having him for four weeks, he came in very very late. So the first couple weeks they they were they weren't very exotic with what they were trying to have him do. Last week they moved him around a little bit more in that amoeba defense. I think you could see more of that to try to highlight his strength, but. Mike Brable is still a disciple of that three four, so I think if times get tough you'll see you'll see a lot of that. Makes sense. So aside from Clowney, I mean how's their other uh members of their D line? Are they good and consistent as well? Um, they've they've struggled to be to be candid. They've they've really struggled. They gave up four hundred and sixty four yards against Minnesota, four hundred and eighty yards against Jacksonville. Dig in the numbers a little bit more. Jaguars who aren't a good team by any means ran for 165 yards against them. The Vikings, who are a very good running team, ran for 226. So I expect to see a lot of James Conner and Benny Snellen for them just to run all over this this defense. The strength for them is really, um, I think the back the back ends. Rashawn Evans is a pretty good linebacker for them. Um, Malcolm Butler, who came over from uh, New England, very good corner. Kenny Vaccario at safety is a the good safety, and then they have another decent corner, Jonathan Joseph, to go along with Christian Fulton, who was their second-round pick, the corner out of LSU. Um, but that D-line, is it's not what it used to be for them, for sure. And some big names on that D, though. Kind of scary that they play well. <laughs> but, um, if they put it together, for sure. Right, right. They're no joke. I mean, they are 3-0 and for a reason. So Absolutely. <clears throat> One thing to circle back to the receivers, if uh, Brown is – is it Brown that's out? Um, who else do they yeah. have? I and mean, what's their tight ends? I know they used to throw the tight end all the time. He used to kill us. I forget his name, but uh, I don't think he's there anymore. But who who do they have at that those positions? Yeah, so you're thinking of Delaney Walker at tight end. He is yeah, no longer yeah. there. But <laughs> they have a, a young tight end named Johnny Smith who is he's going to be the next good one. He's very, very talented, quick. Um, does a nice job in that offense. Wide receivers, um, let me go back here. They had A.J. Brown, who is right. very injured, so I don't I don't think we see him. But they have a kid that they drafted number five um, a few years ago, Corey Davis, who really underachieved for the majority of his career. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. And he's actually having a pretty good year for them. So he's been really, really solid. He's been their number one receiver so far this year. And – Khalif Raymond is the guy that stuck in for or stepped in for AJ Brown. He had over 100 yards receiving last week. He's he's more of just running that fly route, catching that deep ball. Not a great route runner, but he's got some speed and he can get deep. And those are kind of your main weapons on on offense for them. Sounds like a good fantasy pickup right there. <laughs> I, it is a very I picked him up for my team, so hopefully he he does some good things. Um, back to the linebackers, uh, Rashad Evans. I know the Steelers really wanted him when they that draft came around. Uh, how's he played, and, and do the Titans blitz a lot? So they they do. Um, they're they've been trying to do a little bit more run blitzing to try to make up for that lack of of D line and getting the pressure. Rashad Evans, he's kind of that Swiss Army knife back there. He he does really well. He does a lot of things 
as far as, you know, making tackles with the line of scrimmage, helping out in coverage. Um, they brought over Vic Beasley, their their other big free agent acquisition, and he's he's another strong linebacker. He, he'll get to the passer, and he does a nice job setting the edge, and then we talked about Clowney a little bit earlier, and he can kind of do it all as well. So linebacking core is definitely a, one of their strengths. If we move to their secondary, um, just briefly, I know you mentioned Malcolm Butler already uh, once. Do you think he's actually still a top corner in the league, or are those days kind of over for him? But he's still good. I think he's above average. I think the days of being the elite shutdown corner are are far past him. But I think you know he's that wily veteran who can who can cause some trouble. I don't see him following Juju around the field, but you put him on a number two or three receiver, he'll do a good job for you. That's thanks to Bill Belichick. Ever since he benched him, he's been in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bill. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Yep. Our, uh, I noticed, I mean, obviously, everybody's noticed the Titans have won their last, well, they're 3-0, and but obviously they've won the last three, um, pretty much coming down the line with game-winning field goals. Uh, do you kind of think that they're the kind of team that played down to their competition? I I do. I think, you know, they focus was a big thing for them last year in discipline. And I think that worked for them, but I haven't seen that, that transition to this year. I think they, they go in, they know they're going to win and they kind of flip the switch on and flip the switch off. And you know, that defense just isn't that elite shutdown defense that, that it once was. And that's going to cause them to be in a lot of, of one possession kind of shootout games. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen again this week. Um, I really want to get your thoughts on what the biggest variable would be for the Steelers to be able to beat this team. So I think you got to stop the run. I mean, you contain Henry, you you contain that team. I think get them into the second and eight, third and six or longer, and Tannehill is going to beat you a few times, but is he going to beat you enough to win the game? No, and – I, mean, I, I look at the Steelers, I see a very good football team, but I see a team that hasn't put it together yet. If the Steelers go out and play well on both sides of the ball, I mean, I think they win this game pretty easily. We just haven't seen that from them yet. Right, and I know, Chad, I think I heard, saw that the they weren't, Titans weren't even going to be able to practice together to practice virtually or at home or whatever. Well, that's going to yeah, be interesting. It, it is. My biggest question there is, are the Steelers going to have to release an injury report? I don't know how the Titans are going to do that without their medical staff being able to see the players. That could potentially put the, Titans, the Steelers at a disadvantage. But then not having a week's practice to get ready for one of the top teams in the NFL, I wouldn't want to go in and do that if I was not. So it'll be interesting to see kind of how that turns out. Right now the reports are that that, that facility is closed until at least Saturday. So it'll be interesting to monitor two weeks to see what changes, if anything, there. So your prediction, you think the Steelers should win by seven to ten, right? That's what you. Yeah, I think seven to ten right now. And if there's any other positives or any big name players go down, I think that could that number could really spiral to a, a nice, comfortable win for the Steelers. Uh, we don't pay them to say this, folks. So, <laughs> uh, Chad, can you, uh, as far as the NFL goes, um, do you think we'll have fans back at um, full capacity, half capacity by the? end of the season have you heard anything i i don't think we'll see full capacity i think there's there's a lot of plans to get to around 50 percent in the areas that that can i think if you get more than 50 percent you've really got to start 
looking at competitive disadvantages. If you look out west at, at the California teams, you're not going to get anywhere close to where you're going to get in in other parts of, of the country. So how does the NFL manage that to make sure that it's fair for everybody while still looking out for their fans? 50% is kind of that number that I personally think the NFL is shooting for. I don't know. Um, if they would agree, that that's kind of what I've read. Florida, Florida's full go open now, so they, they're going to allow fans full capacity. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. Uh, the Buccaneers came out and said they were shooting for 50% by week six. So yeah, see? they haven't gone above that yet, um, but they did just put out that it's going to be full capacity. So I haven't seen anything as they're coming on here that they've changed their stance, but that's definitely one to watch for sure to see what they do. And as we always do, your thoughts on the AFC North and uh, how you think that the Ravens fared and the Browns had a nice big win. Browns had a nice win. I mean, two and one. That's as a Browns fan, I think we'll take that any day of the week, right? But <laughs> the Ravens, I I think they they got their eyes open a little bit. That that Kansas City team is is no joke, and they they beat them and they beat them handily. So it'll be interesting to see how those guys respond to that if they kind of use that as a motivator throughout the year. Um, the Bengals, Joe Burrow, man. Oh, I don't want to be him. He just took a beating last week. I don't know how many. Any more games, he's going to be able to take those those kind of shots. But right. promising quarterback if he doesn't get beat up. Yeah, that's one team I don't understand why they wouldn't have fortified the offensive line when you got drafted kid like him. I just don't understand it. You would have thought so. Either fortify that, bring in more players. I mean, mm-hmm. or let them sit there and let them let them learn while somebody else gets beat up. But think back to the Texans with David Carr when. Yeah. all that potential, but they put him on that Couch. bad offensive line. <laughs> Tim Couch is another one. He has tons yes. of potential, just got beat up. Yep. Well, Chad, thanks as always, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Hopefully uh, everything will be status quo and we'll play our game, and hopefully it won't get canceled, but uh, we appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right, we're back. All right. Thanks, Chad. Chad always does a great job. Oh, I can't believe he finds the time to to get with us. He's so busy with all this, you know, stuff going on. And but uh, yeah. we appreciate Chad, hell of an uh, analyst, and his time. And uh, someday we make it big. We'll, we'll reward him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's. I mean, everything he said. We we asked. I think um, so. We don't give Chad our questions beforehand, and no. we ask him a lot of stuff on the spot. And he knows, and just everything. some detailed questions that we just ask yeah, him. For, and he's got for an NFL an- analyst to know, and usually they don't know about every team. No, but he does. He does. <laughs> he's good. Usually they they just like say things that aren't true. Like ah, yeah, for the Steelers, you know, uh, uh, Walter Abercrombie, he's doing great. The guy was on the team <laughs> ten years ago. What are you saying? Remember the one game? The, the one game the guy called. Uh, one of our players, one of our old players. I forget what it was, a receiver. I, think. <laughs> no, I don't remember. It was the first game we played. Th- this week? This year, I mean? Yeah. The, the first game when the college guy was uh, Herb Street, he called our uh, one of our receivers. by. Look at Antoine Randall run down the field. No, I, don't, I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's funny. He did. <laughs> um, I think he called one of the receivers Antonio Holmes or something. I don't know. Maybe he did it because it was an Ohio State <laughs> thing, but. Most of those guys don't know. I mean, it, it, Chad knows. Well, yeah, we knows. appreciate if it. If I ever set a DraftKings lineup, I'm calling that guy a friend. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he knows really. his stuff. Um, so he, he predicted the Steelers win again. Um, yeah, the Titans apparently cannot even practice at the facility this week. So they have man. to do it virtually. That changes everything. They'll throw a pass. <laughs> yeah. 
I caught it. I caught, caught it. it on Zoom. <laughs> Look at it run to the end zone. <laughs> yeah, but they're still good. And uh, but I think clearly this gives us an advantage. I, I think they're going to have some fans, but I'm not sure. It could help them. It could help their bodies heal quite a bit. Well, that's true too. That's a that's a random variable. <laughs> this is even... a distraction for the Steelers too. We're thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, I might want to tackle the guy. He might cough on me or something. You know? <laughs> but just the whole thing is we, a di- out of routine. You know, and you got to travel there, and subconsciously you know somebody there had COVID. Whether you believe it or not, it's got to be in your mind. I don't think they should play there. I think we should play in Pittsburgh. I agree. should be a free home game. You should be penalized for screwing up. Right. I mean, look at Pittsburgh players didn't get COVID. I mean, I'm sure maybe with the politics something will come up and the Pennsylvania governor will magically say, look, Pittsburgh, the whole team's got COVID. You know what I mean? But, but I I mean, I think that what they're going to do. you got Governor Governor Wolf of Wall Street, they have there. Not Wolf of Wall Street. He's Wolf of uh, All Streets. He's not. He's wolf, the wolf of Chinatown. Of all fucking streets. Yeah. Piece of shit. Anyway, <laughs> I hate driving. Fuck too. you, man. Um, you know, I think I, I heard a prediction that um, I know Oakley. I know Oakley made the normal masks that everyone's been wearing this year, but Oakley made those lower masks too. And I heard um, someone told me that they think that they read that when a team has. Um, in the in the player agreement or whatever the CBA that when a team has COVID, both teams that end up playing, even if nobody obviously nobody that plays has COVID, have to wear those masks. Oh, great. And that that could be another that variable. Could. And that's that's such bullshit. But it, it doesn't. Is. It's not even like they work. They have a bunch of little holes in it. It's like if someone coughs on you, you're still gonna get it on your fucking yeah, face. Yeah, they had to agree to it because they wanted to play, just like we have to wear our masks. We agree to that. I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's rubber. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but anyway, um, I, I think that, uh, and I think our defense leads them alive. Tannehill may not even last the game. Hey, and by the I way, side note, I saw Denver benched, uh, benched a boy there. Like Driscoll? Yeah. <laughs> we made him look like an all-star, and the next week he shits his pants. <laughs> Of you course we made it. him look like an all-star. Of freaking course. <laughs> They're going to some guy I never heard of, some young guy, I don't know. Driscoll 2.0. Uh, Jesse James or something. <laughs> Jeff Wayne. <laughs> 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 but anyway, um, as far as this game, I think it's cut and dry. We stop the run, make them beat us. Get a lead, stop the run, and make them throw to beat us. We have to do what we did with possession. Last week we had 37 minutes possession against Texans. Do it again. <laughs> Tennessee will find a way to just keep kicking field goals and inch away with points if you give them 50-50 possession. Just run the ball down their throat. Like I say it every week, I know. That's what I do. But I'm nervous about this one, though, like you were. We're 3-1. and, we're three and, three and one. I'm just three nervous. And oh. Their pass rush scares me. I, I don't know. Nervous. But our Lions played well, so. It, and, I mean, okay. Let's think about it this way. J.J. Watt didn't even get a touch on Ben. Not That's a touch. True. And that was with Chooks. Okay? So some so, damn clown ain't going to get nothing. Clowny. Else. I think J.J. Watt's <laughs> just as good as Clowny. Yeah, and I, I think Clowny's overrated. Clowny's very overrated. He'll take plays off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a clown. He expects <laughs> He's off running into fans, even if there's no fans. Where'd Clowny go? He's over here. <laughs> Dancing in the stadium. <laughs> this dude's got COVID, man. <laughs> he's freaking loony. <laughs> So you want to do our picks for the other games? Sure. Let's start with uh, the shitty-ass Broncos we just talked about. They're <laughs> 0-3, and they're traveling to New York to play the 0-3 Jets. I think the 0-3 Broncos are still going to win. Huh. Jets are terrible, man. They lost 36-7 to last week to the Colts. You really think that uh, the Jets are going to lose again? 
Adam Gaze is that is the coach. He has to be on the hot seat. Yeah, I think the Broncos even with the, this. Well, they'll bring in another guy and he'll do great first week. So. <laughs> do you have a score? Oh, uh, I'm going to do 24 10. It's going to be, they're going to kick their ass. Yeah, Jets I, have no offense, man. 20 to 3. They, the Jets coach said that uh, anyone that can play, please play. <laughs> Come play. You got a face. When they just cancel our game or something? I'm like, who's this? Oh, I was like, did they just cancel our game? Did something, <laughs> they move it to Monday night? No, nothing yet. Nothing yet. Um, um, you want to go to the next game? Sure. Colts 2-1 and one at Bears, who are 3-0. and oh. Uh, oh, hey. Sorry, Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> uh, no comment. I'm take, You know what? I'm taking the Bears at home. The Bears. Yeah, they're going to win 17-14, uh, late field goal. Colts are really underwhelming this year. They were supposed to be good. I mean, they're 2-1, and one, but one of the teams they beat was the Jets. I mean, they're not really doing anything. That's true. Uh, they, uh, the Bears are home, I think, though. I don't think they deserve to be 3-0. I'm going to take the Bears as well. I'm going to say 24-18. Bears are 3-0. and Yeah. Are they really? They don't deserve to be 3-0. They're well, going to be 4-0. They, man, two games in a row, the freaking shitty they Falcons that I picked keep allowing comebacks to sure magically win. I'm sure the Bears are 3-0. and Wow. Um, the Jags were 1-2 and at the Bengals, who are 0-2-1. and I'm going to take the Bengals at home. Yeah. 20-19. I'm going to take them, but I think there's going to be no defense. So I'm going to say 34 <laughs> 34. I'm Joe Burrow just going to keep passing. I love Minshew, but off. They, they lost to Miami. They're not. They always lose to Plus, Miami. I always hate. Miami always beats them. I know, them. but I always hate, I hate Jacksonville for what they did to us in the playoffs twice. <laughs> so, fuck them. I hope they lose forever. Thanks a lot, Jack Del Rio, you piece of shit. <laughs> <He's good coach. laughs> um, I'm going to pick the Bengals. I, 34 to uh, 27. Okay. Um, the Browns at the Cowboys. You go first. I'm going to say that, you know a funny stat, this is the first time in six years that the Browns are above 500. That's crazy. They're 2-1, and one and they're celebrating that. Yeah, I know. You played the shitty Washington. I feel bad for their fans. They've sucked so long. Good. Switch teams, man. Wish people leave me alone, man. <clears throat> um, Browns, what did I say? They're 2-1 at the Cowboys, 1-2. and two. Put it away, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna pick the Browns. Uh, I just really, I think they're gonna find a way because it's what they do. They're gonna inch through. It's what they freaking do every time, man. I still think they're gonna be a shitty team, but the Cowboys aren't that good either. What's the score? Um, maybe I shouldn't have picked the Browns. No, nope, I'm gonna pick the man. Browns. I'm gonna say um, 26 to 24. I, I am not picking the Browns. Dallas not going one and three. I don't think they're great, but they better than that. And, uh, I have no faith in them, man. It'll be like when the Browns played at San Francisco last year, 37 to 10. <laughs> but they do have the, I, think, I hope so. I do like the Browns coach, though. I think he's got a good head on his shoulders, man. I'm just sick of seeing his touch of gray men. Everything, <laughs> everything is just – that's our new sponsor, by the way. Just kidding. Even though he blows like, Baker before every game, you know, Baker goes and shoots a progressive commercial. Baker doesn't have a dick. <laughs> Millimeter Peter. Um, Saints and Lions, they're both one and two. Man, I pick the Saints every week and they let me down. I'm sick of this. Lions come out and beat the. Saints have had a rough schedule to start. And is Michael Thomas playing? I don't think. I haven't said. I think it's I'll take the Lions in this one. Saints one and three. Can you believe that? 
And you just said the Cowboys can't be one and three, but you're saying the Saints can. <laughs> How much have you been drinking? Although they are a dumb team. You know what? I'm taking it. I can't take them again. No. They fucked me two weeks in a row. I'm sick of it. I'm Drew Brees, kiss my ass. I'm taking Matt Tannehill or what's his name? Tan- yeah. Matt Stafford. Stafford, not Tannehill. <laughs> Matt Patricia, save me. <laughs> I'm taking them uh, 30 to 25. I'm not. <laughs> Even without Michael Thomas, the Lions have no defense. I'm taking the Saints, and I'm going to say it's going to be 38-20. to 20. You know, we started off our picks really well in the first two weeks, and then last week we shit the bed. Yeah. Um, Seahawks at Dolphins. Seahawks are 3-0, and Dolphins are 1-2. and two. Upset. <laughs> How come I just said an upset, and you're like, no way, no way. I'll take this. I'll take. Who like, is it? Who's the Seahawks at the Seahawks. Dolphins? I'm You're gonna take the, the fucking Seahawks. Dolphins, man. What are you? No, drinking? I'm taking the Seahawks, thirty to twenty. By you, score. I'm taking the Seahawks as well, but I think it's gonna be thirty-four to seven. Wow. Dolphins are gonna get their asses kicked. Fitz I think the Seahawks are good, man. Fitz magic. <laughs> There's a reason he was a journeyman for fifteen years, man. Um, Chargers who are one and two at the Bucks who are two and one. Buccaneers, easy. Corn's on sale down there now. It's fall. It's a Buccaneer. <laughs> it's going to be 30 to 10. I wouldn't want to eat Florida corn. <laughs> no. That sounds like a dirty sex move. <laughs> Over on the panhandle, we got dirty the Florida Sanchez. corn. <laughs> dirty Sanchez corn. Uh, Two for dollar. Buccaneer. <laughs> hey, you ever have that Mexican corn? It's pretty good. I had some tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you, ask Shelly for the recipe. It's good, man. Mexican corn. We had it on tap. Second time we mentioned you on tap. You better be our damn sponsor soon. <laughs> and it was great. I'm going to go there and I'm going to ask for the Mexican corn. I'm going to see what those ladies say to me. They're just going to look at me and be like, what is this white dude talking about? <laughs> Do it. I dare you. <laughs> How much has he had a drink? Uh, I'm going to go with the Buccaneers as well because the Chargers suck ass. Um, Their defense is decent. 23 to 16. Their defense is decent. They stop. They put Mahomes down for a lot of right. the game. Um, <clears throat> Ravens at. I'm gonna say the Redskins because that's what they're named. Yeah. The you can't Redskins. say that. <gasps> How dare you? The Washington people. The Washington people. I, can't, I gotta stop doing that farting noise. Yeah, Anyways, what is up with that? Team? I don't know, man. Uh, Ravens and Washington. Do you have some Mexican corn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Way too much to drink this time. You know what? The Ravens are gonna win. They're Redskins, they suck. They're terrible. Or whatever they are. I feel bad for, for their coach, man. You didn't feel bad for him last week. You wanted to put him in a hospital and kick him off. No, I want him to IVs. go. He needs to leave, man. You're distracting <laughs> the shit out of your team. He's getting IVs at halftime. I'm how not are, even picking a score for that game. It's Ravens. I'm go picking the, the Ravens one. as well, but I'm going to pick a score because I'm not a lazy ass. I'm going to say 34 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals at Panthers. Ooh. Panthers are one and two. Cardinals two and one. I'm gonna take the Cards. Cardinals. I think they come back in 27-24. I'm picking the Cardinals as well. I'm gonna say 26. Are they, what are, they're one and two. Carolinas. Yeah. Who they beat? <clears throat> I don't even remember. I don't remember they're either. so such a. They're oh. boring. Yeah. Um, Vikings at Texans. Both teams are zero and three. This is where the Texans start their turnaround. They've done it before. They did two years <clears> ago. Sadly, both teams are better than their records, but yeah. Um, Vikings have although no the defense. Vikings are going to try and run on them, though. But, they have no but I think the Texans win. They'll start winning next few. Uh, 30 to 14. 
two years ago the Texans went 0 and 3 and then went and became 11 and 2 and they're one of only two teams they're one of two teams in history to make the playoffs being 0 and 3 um, if the playoff rule that's in this year would be have been in effect in the past there would have been eight teams and six of those would have been the Steelers yeah I know isn't that crazy <laughs> it's crazy we always miss it by one game yep well, um, I'm going to pick the Texans as well because the Vikings' DBs just – they're ghosts, man. Um, but I still think the Vikings are going to find a way to put up some points, and I think it's going to be 28-22. <clears throat> Giants at Rams. Rams are 2-1. and one. Giants obviously only. Yeah, man, I thought the Giants were going to be better than this. So did I. But um, Joe Judge is getting raped every week. Welcome to the NFL, buddy. I'm thinking I'm picking the Rams. Yeah, you have to. 37-3. <laughs> oh, shit. They just got, the Giants just got whooped last Sorry, year by Vince. the 49ers. That was without Gronk. Sorry, Vincent. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's ripping him, though, man. He's saying the truth. He's He tells the truth. That's why he's unbiased. <laughs> yeah, he's very unbiased. unbiased. Shout out to them. Somebody's going to shoot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in New York. Um, I'm going to pick the Rams, too. But I just want to say, it was. I wanted the Rams to beat the Bills last week, obviously. But it was funny as hell seeing a questionable pass interference call. And then oh. they're they're throwing their arms up. Oh my God, it's not fair! And it's like, man, that's how you went to the Super Bowl two years ago. How how you? But I, you I wanted the Rams fast. to win because I hate the fucking Bills. I, I know, man. Bills. I saw it's Buffalo shitting, and I thought of that team. Yeah. I mean, well, the Bills let them come back. But should have ever happened. Three and zero. I I don't like the Bills either, but it's just funny to me that it's kind of, oh, hypocritical that's true. That's that true. he's he's coached. Whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah. throwing his arms. It's not fair. And it's yeah. like, man, you went to the Super Bowl, right. and the Saints got boned. That's true. We so, got boned man, against the Saints. Exactly. Same by the Joe same Hague. same damn thing. Um, we should go after that ref. We should find him. He won't even know what hit him. Now we'll wear masks. We'll come at, Well, you have to I mean, anyways. They cost us it. the playoffs that year. Uh, <laughs> it happens all the time, man. Um, I'm gonna say the Rams, though. I, I went off a tangent. Rams beat the shit out of the Giants. Uh, 31-6. Yeah. Um, Patriots at Chiefs. Patriots 2-1, and one, obviously. Chiefs 3-0. and oh. Only team the Patriots lost to was the Seahawks. Cam Newton just doesn't – he doesn't impress me yet. But he does have weeks where he goes off. I think the Patriots are going to upset him. 20, In Kansas City? 24-21, yep. Um, Bill Belichick out coaches him again. It is a short week for the Chiefs. Um <clears throat> I think they're going to take a week off. I kind of agree with you, but I'm. it's going to be so close. I'm going to call it down to a point, 26-25. Everybody says how great the Chiefs are now. They're the favorite team because they beat the Ravens, but they barely beat. They barely beat the Chargers. Yeah, of course. They shouldn't have won that Broncos, game. But no one as close as it. No, we could have scored again. Yeah, they should have lost. Just like we could have scored again this past week. Everyone was saying how close our game was. Like yeah, we could have scored man, again. That's true. That um, doesn't matter. No. Uh, Bills 3-0 and at Raiders who are 2-1. and Ah, I, I, you know what? I've been picked against the Bills every week. I'm going to take them this time, much as I hate to do it. Are you? 23-20. They don't deserve to be 3-0. I know, but they're 3-0, so they do deserve it. The Raiders <laughs> play well in Las Vegas. They beat the Saints. Um, so I'm going to call the Raiders. I'm going to say that they can beat the Bills, and I'm going to say it's going to be close, but I'm going to say. I hope so. Um, I do, too. 28-24. hope I see a Raider on top of a Bill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Eagles who are zero two and one at Forty Niners. They're two and one. It's hard. I, I think the Eagles. Eagles need a win. Is Garoppolo playing? Do you know? I don't think so. I think he was out for four weeks, wasn't he? Uh, 
Eagles are going to get a win finally. They tied last week. They're in San Francisco. Yeah, but there's no fans. Doesn't matter, does it? Wentz is. Got, I mean, I think they'll win. Uh, 27-17. Too many injuries on. The I don't think this is the week they put in Jalen Hurts, but they're close. Right, it'll probably be against us <laughs> next that's, week. That's how it goes with us, yeah. of course. But I'm going to call the Eagles, too. We, I want them to have a win before we play them. I don't want them to be in a desperation situation, um, especially since their division's terrible. Well, they, they're 0-2-1. They're still in. They could come back and win their division in, in one game. They could that's win one true. game nah, and be in a swing and be in first true. place. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick them, though. I, I want we them to win. Division. Oh, man. We'd already be... It'd be clinched. Put a Z next to our name. We'd already be in. Um, 27 to... Uh, I'm going low. I'm going to say 30 to 27, Eagles. Falcons, who are pissing me off. They should be 2-1. and one. Who are their 0-3 at the Packers, who are 3-0. Packers, Packers. All the way. Yeah. 30 to 7. They also don't deserve to be undefeated, I don't think. Packers, I think they're running game. They play their offenses back for sure. Their defense isn't. No, but it's on. good still. Yeah. But they're they're a top. 10 I might even D. start Aaron Rodgers in my fantasy this week over Ben. They're against the Falcons, so I would. <laughs> I mean, the Falcons right. are. I don't know what they're doing, but they two two games in a row they should have beat the shit out. I mean, they were beating the shit out of those teams, and they just let them come back. And that's what they did in the Super Bowl against the Patriots, and they're never going to live that down. I, I maybe do we see a repeat of two thousand ten or twelve? To ten? Oh, are you talking about our Super Bowl? The, the Hackers Steelers. Maybe, but didn't uh, Bill Cowher say Steelers Seahawks? <laughs> What's going on, Bill? <laughs> I yeah, hope I not know. because I think Aaron Rodgers poses a very big threat to us. Yeah, and he, he but he He's loses good. in the playoffs. He just loses in the playoffs. But so does Mike Tomlin. Yeah, so do we. So um, I'm going to go with the Packers this game as well. I'm going to say 38 to seven. I think they're going to just beat the shit out of the Falcons. Falcons gave up. They're done. They're terrible. Um, no D. That brings us to our game. Steelers, who are 3-0, obviously, at the Titans, who are 3-0. And I struggle with this game. I think we'll pull it out with all this stuff going on, their injuries. Um, man, we could, you know, we could just come out smoking, but I don't see that happening. It's, it's a tough game. Uh, I think a Boswell field goal at the end, 27-24. I'm, being a Steelers fan is knocking years off of our lives. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. It's so close every time I'm going to shit my pants. If they move it to Monday night, I'm going to be pissed because that's two out of four where I'm playing Monday night on a road. That's bullshit. Total bullshit. This game should be at home. If they move Damn it to Monday night, you guys heard it here. I'm taking off Tuesday. <laughs> Telling you bosses, please, I'm submitting pay, pay time off on Tuesday because <laughs> I'm over it, man. Um, <clears throat> Steelers, I'm going to call it as well. I was going to pick the Titans before this COVID I thing. know you were. I mean, I, I just thought, felt like it was our trap game where we're just going to travel there and say, whatever, we're fine. Well, I think but, they're a good team. I mean, I, I think so too, but I think we weren't we're going to try that hard. But with the COVID situation and them practicing at home we should be able to and their able. injuries and us shutting down the running backs we've shut down, it's just hard for me to pick the Titans. Turnovers and sacks. <clears throat> if we have turnovers, we will lose this game. Well, yeah, absolutely. Any turnover, we, we will lose this game, the Titans. They win when they get turnovers. Um, but I think uh, I hope you we said, don't go it's going to be cocky close. and think, oh, they didn't even practice. We got this. I hope so, too. But I don't think we will. No. <clears throat> ben is, like, rolling. He wants to win a Super Bowl this he year. Does. So I'm going to pick them. I'm going to say we're going to put up 27, and I think the Titans are going to put up 25. One side note, our buddy Wyatt Switzer visited with the Browns today. I, I know. It, I don't know if this. Oh, I if it. I don't know if our video shot is going to get his jersey in here. It's a signed jersey. I'm going to shit on that jersey, man. 
It ain't his well, you fault. You got it for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his fault if he's unclean. That's business of the NFL, and I love when Ryan Switzer, and I'm thankful for him because he uh, he helped Ben in the offseason. I, I, you know, I haven't looked to see if they signed him, but <clears throat> they, he helped Ben come back in the offseason a lot, and that's what matters. He was selfless. Um, obviously, I think Ray Ray McLeod is a better player. So I'm, I'm, I mean, we made the right move there. I dissed it at the time, but I think we made the right move. Um, yeah, we did. We don't need him. No, I'm, I'm saddened by it, but that that is what it is. Right. Hold on, let me look here. I don't. They must not assign him because I don't see any. Uh, nothing. Well, the dude is like five foot four, so it's hard for him to jump up and catch the ball. I don't want to see us have to beat the shit out of Ryan Switzer. I liked him. <laughs> he could still come back and help in, around the team, you know, clean the helmets and stuff. <laughs> I thought you were going to say coach. I'm like, no one's going to listen to him. <laughs> you know, he could circle back around if we have an injury. That's what I was kind of – I don't want an injury, but I was kind of hoping – I did think we were going to keep him on the practice squad at least. Yeah, you can this year. There's no yeah. – yeah, but – we still have Maybe he didn't want that. Maybe he wanted a chance to go somewhere else. Maybe he wasn't – was he not eligible? Yeah, anybody's eligible this year. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. So, anyway, that's all we got. And uh, hopefully we're 4-0. And if we're not, we're still off to a great start. And uh, in this uncertain world, we're here for you. So, <laughs> If you're watching this on YouTube, please comment um, or send us an email if you're not. Or yeah, please you are, like whatever. and subscribe. Yeah. Uh, that's important. Follow us on Spotify. Yes. Well. Any of, and what other mediums are we on? A ton, including a website called Medium. Which is actually funny. We're on uh, Spotify, Anchor, which is a, a Spotify company, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Radio Republic, a ton of just a and ton also, of websites. And also, also, please, um, I, we have the Facebook page, Steel Studio Podcast Group. Uh, join that. We post live uh, um, news updates all the time, and uh, uh, the show's always on there. So we appreciate your support. It's really been overwhelming. We've gotten a lot of support and. A lot of views and a lot Thousands. of listens, yeah. and uh, we're gonna keep this rolling. We're thankful man. for it. Yeah, and if you have suggestions, we we'll can make them. it better. We'll take them. We're just a Absolutely. father and son doing this because we love the Steelers, and uh, we don't claim to know it all, but we know a lot. <laughs> That's damn right. Damn right. <laughs> all right, go Steelers. We'll see you guys for the pregame news and notes. Yes, go, go Steelers. Steelers.